Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. Welcome to another episode of We All Have Something, a listener-supported podcast. But you already knew that because, hey, we've been a listener-supported podcast all season long, which is pretty awesome. Now, this particular episode, we don't have anyone to announce as a new supporter, but the ongoing supporters are there every month, and I appreciate you so very much. What does it mean to be supported? Well, it means we can do all of these ad-free. No ads at the beginning, middle, or end of these episodes because we're supported by our listeners. If you want to be a supporter, click that link, the very first one at the very top of the show notes of each episode. You can become a supporter as well. With that, you'll get a personal email from me saying thank you very much because I truly do appreciate it, along with the fact that I'll send you a couple stickers. We all have something stickers. If you want to know what those look like, you can go to my Instagram and see them there. But basically, you can put them anywhere. I mean, your car your water bottle, your notebook, your locker, your little sister, or your little brother. I mean, but if you're honestly kids, just get your parents' permission first. But either way, with that too, I'll give you a shout out on our next episode if you want. With your permission, I'll do that, of course, because I don't want to put people's names out there without their permission. But enough of that. Let's, uh, let's get into this episode, shall we? I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. My curiosity, my life, and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again that there are challenges to overcome and successes to celebrate. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, a podcast about celebrating our authentic self. So let's get started. Like many things in life, this particular episode isn't planned out. And what I mean by that is I'm responding to something that happened here in my area, my part of the world, if you will. And the episode that I was going to put in this spot, I'll just bump to next week. Because if I wait to do this one next week, then it won't be as timely. It won't make as much sense. But essentially, about a week and a half ago from when this episode comes out, which will be the last Wednesday of August, I think. Let me see. I think it's the 31st is when it will come out. But yeah, roughly a week and a half ago, we started getting a lot of warnings about a hurricane coming to San Diego. And we get storms here. We get stuff blowing in from Mexico during the summer sometimes, and we get storms that definitely come down from uh, Alaska in the November, December season, sometimes even in January as well. So we're not strangers to storms. But a hurricane, like when you go to Florida and there's a hurricane, (laughs) the real kind of hurricanes that, you know, remove buildings and things like that and cause several feet of water to go where it shouldn't, we don't do that. But as the storm started coming north up the coast, it cut into land early before it even got to San Diego, and it still was a storm. There are a lot of areas throughout uh, the region, the southwest regions of the U.S. that had flash floods, had a lot more wind and rain than we did. Here in San Diego, it was no different than any other storm we might have gotten but it was just weird to have it in August. And instead of a cold rain, which we'd have in the rainy seasons, it was a, it was a warm, humid rain. But uh, it was fine. We survived. But this episode is not about weather, but it's preceded, well, I should say the, the story I want to share, the concept I want to share here, it was brought on by that storm. The next morning after the storm had passed, it was blue skies. And although everything was still very wet, you wouldn't have known we had this big day-long rainstorm and, and clouds and some wind. 
And as I was heading out of my neighborhood, I saw two crows dive bombing and twisting and playing and just having a great time up in the, the sky above the houses. They did not look like they just survived a really heavy storm. They were just having fun. Not a care in the world. And I really appreciate the fact that they could just play. They were playing and having fun. And while the rest of us in our heads, obviously because humans do this, we're thinking about the damage that could have been, what, how, how much worse it could have been, and oh my gosh, we're so fortunate, which yes, I'm saying we were fortunate, it could have been a lot worse, but we were tending to reflect back all over the news, all over work, everyone was talking about what it was like and how silly it was, everyone was, was so worried about it, but it could have been worse, and oh, did you see this area that got flooded? And we were all still back in the storm, essentially, where those crows were just in the moment. It was sunny. It was blue skies. They were feeling good. I started to think on this further then on the way home. It, kept, it just kept sticking with me, this image of these crows playing in the sky, having fun. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but they go up really high. They'll dive bomb each other. They'll twist and turn in the air. And they're, it's just it's amazing to watch. It's actually very entertaining. And it's fun. I almost get a sense of play just by watching them play in the sky like that. And I just think to myself how much fun that must be. But as I pondered this on the way home, I started to think about the fact of the storms of our life. That like this, this hurricane that was coming, we sometimes can see something coming or anticipate or think something's coming, and we build it up to be so much worse than it really is. And the anticipation and the anxiety that we push onto ourselves for something that hasn't even happened yet can become sometimes paralyzing, insurmountable in the sense of we can't do anything then. Now, I know I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing being prepared for natural disasters. That's not where I'm going with this. And that's, I am a big fan of being prepared also for personal disasters. If you've been listening to this episode, I'm sorry, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know there's episodes back there that talk about the best time to buy a fire extinguisher is when you don't need it. The best time to be ready for something and prepare for something is when it's not in the middle of the challenge. We all have rough and horrible, difficult times, low times, dark times in our lives. We also have peaks. We have those highs, those light times, those beautiful, magical times. They're all temporary. Everything comes and goes in phases. And what I always try to instill on my clients is it's those even keel times when you're not in a high or a low. Can you prepare mentally? What, what can I do? If an emergency should happen, just like when you're flying on an airplane, right? They point out where the exits are. They're not telling you to go there right now. They just want you to be aware that's where they are should something happen. So yeah, there's, there's that. There's that preparedness we can have in the event of an emergency. But there's also taking it to the next step where you start to panic. Why they show me the emergency exit? Do they know something I don't know? Is this plane going down and you haven't even taken off yet? Similar to the storm coming to us, they really ramped up this hurricane. And again, we didn't know what it was going to do until it hit land and started to stall out, which I get. That's cool. You know, we want to be prepared. But when it comes to things in your life, do you find yourself obsessing, focusing on, and mulling over not just how to be prepared should something go wrong, but the what ifs, the oh my gosh, the oh no, how bad is it going to be? It could be worse. I don't even know if I can do anything. And your mind becomes singular focus. I've talked about it before on this podcast, when we get in that fight or flight panic mode, that technically fight, flight, or freeze, 
our brain is set up so it becomes singularly focused on that thing. Because as far as our brain's concerned, we have to survive that. We can't be distracted by creative thought process or thinking about other things. We have to focus on that one thing because it might kill us. Now, it might just be you have a review scheduled with your boss in one week, but your brain starts ramping things up to the point where you can't think of anything else and you spiral out of these into these all sorts of things where you can't sleep at night because you think about all oh, that one time six months ago, I said this and they did that. Oh, I was late eight months ago to work two days in a row because of this. And all of a sudden you're just spiraling out of something that hasn't even happened yet. Then the other side of that, the lesson, the, the lessons that the, the crows taught me is to is to play. Once it's over, let it be. Once it's over, let it go. I am not saying ignore the emotions you have around something that happened. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw toxic positivity all over the place like fairy dust in a movie. What I'm saying is that can we not dwell on what has happened to us? Can we look at it? Can we feel it? Can we acknowledge it? Can we grow from it? Can we go through it and not get stuck in it? Can you come out the other side of your personal storm and remember there's value in play? It doesn't mean those crows didn't have to worry about finding food in another hour or two. It doesn't mean those crows didn't have to worry about possible hawks or owls and other predators that might be in their area. It doesn't mean they didn't have to worry about maybe their nest getting knocked down by something else. It means in that moment, they allowed themselves to play because that's what they felt like doing. And they got back to being crows doing other things after that, in the moment. It's a good lesson. I, I, for me personally, I looked at that, like, that's a, I got to remember that. I want to really remember that. I want to remember that after this big storm, one of the first things I saw were crows just playing and having fun. Doesn't mean I didn't have to go through the storm. Doesn't mean that there are people out there who had leaky roofs or areas flooding. These things happened. It's not all hearts and roses. But is it possible to not forget being playful, having fun, being in the moment? There's value in that. Can you do that? Can you let yourself play? Can you remember what it was like to just play? To run outside and jump in the puddles instead of huddling inside, going, oh, no, no, don't get out there. I don't want you to get wet. Can you remember what it was like to jump around in the puddles and even get muddy water splash on your clothing? And you didn't care because who cares, right? I'm having fun. Maybe your mom scolded you. Maybe your dad. Who knows? Maybe you did get in trouble for it. Which then starts to condition us to think, oh, we shouldn't do the things that are fun because that's bad. I want to push back on that. Most everybody that's listening, I know from the demographics that I get back and feedback, you're adults. You are mostly in charge of your own life if you're an adult. There are a lot of people out there that would argue that you are. It's just certain choices you make maybe put you in different positions. Get out there and play. Get out there and have fun. Doesn't mean the things that are, that, that are rough and tough didn't happen. Doesn't mean you can't have feelings around those things. It just means give yourself permission to let go of them. Even if only for a moment. So you can jump and play and tumble in the sky with the crows. I'm going to wrap up this episode saying thank you to the animals in my life, those that I've cared for and those that are in the wild, especially lately those in the wild, who seem to show up at the right time to give me perspective, like my two crow friends. As always, I hope you found value in this episode. If there's anything in it that you think is worthy of sharing, please do so. It's how this 
podcast has continued to grow over the years as people sharing. You know, I've tried doing ads and, you know, sponsored posts, but really the big thing is episode, there are certain episodes that just ring a bell with somebody and they share it and they share it with somebody else and it shares some more. It's that ripple effect I always talk about and I love it. I don't have to see it. I don't have to always be a part of it. You don't have to tell me you're sharing it, but just knowing that as, as this podcast grows, it's because people are finding value in this. We've got listeners in, in Asia. We have listeners over in Europe. We have listeners, in, I think there's a couple in Australia. You, I, oh, and you know, I also saw the other day in the demographics, there's, there's a few in Africa. It doesn't tell me what country. It just only goes by continent, unfortunately. So for all of you out there, and of course, all the North American listeners, there's a bunch of you guys, I always want to say thank you. I appreciate you all being here so much in, in support of this podcast. If you are a new listener or you aren't sure how to get a hold of me, all the links for my social media and my website are down in the show notes. You can just go to coachrickschwartz.com, check out some stuff about coaching. There's testimonials there from former clients. And of course, if you want to do a free 30-minute call with me, we'll hop on Zoom together and chat, see what's going on. If we both agree that my coaching technique and your, your needs match, then we'll go forward as coach and client. And if you are like, eh, not so much, or if I'm like, ah, look, I see what you're going through, but I can't help with that. You need somebody who's more specialized. Then yeah, that's cool. No worries. You know, I'd rather be honest about it and move on and have a good conversation than, than not, right? So with that, like I said, I appreciate you all being here so very much. Have a good one, everybody. 